Elizabeth Chapel, a lifelong entrepreneur who finally found my niche. After years of new ideas and jumping from business to business, I figured out how to turn a craft into a successful career. In 2016, I started a monthly subscription box for quilters. That little startup has grown into a thriving, multiple six-figure business that I am so proud of. As a published author, designer of fabrics and patterns being sold throughout the world, my favorite thing to do is to teach others how to grow a career of their dreams. Each week you'll hear from me or from other guests who are creative entrepreneurs, so you can learn exactly what to do and what not to do to grow a career that's more rewarding and successful than you ever thought possible. If you're ready to turn your craft into a career that you love, I am so excited you're here. Welcome to the Craft to Career podcast. This week on the podcast, I have a guest who you have heard before on the podcast. It's a good friend of mine, Liza Taylor of Liza Taylor Handmade. She is becoming quite pivotal in my career. She, we're making a pretty big announcement today about a change in my business and a change in her business. And she's also really encouraged and helped make happen the Quilterpreneur Retreat that happens every year, which is actually not at all what we're talking about today. Uh, but this is episode 120 of the Craft to Career podcast. And thank you so much for being here. And I'm really thrilled and excited to to bring Liza on and introduce this big announcement. So let's go ahead and bring Liza onto the show. All right. I am really excited to have Liza. Liza, I've had you on the podcast now a couple of times, I feel like. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. It's been a couple. Yeah. So this is a very different kind of episode for me uh, because I'm talking about something that's brand new that is not revealed at the time of this recording, at least. We have not shared this publicly. Uh, Do you want to be the one to announce (laughs) what this big thing is? Sure. So we're super excited to share that I will be taking over the Quilters Candy membership. (laughs) So yeah, I, okay. I'd love to hear from your perspective how this came about. And when did you, well, let's start with question number one. When did you first start thinking about the fact that I might want to have a membership? Oh, it's been a long time, actually. Um, Starting, I bet it's probably been a year, to be honest. Um, Starting with, wouldn't that be a great thing, you know, to have a membership, have that community, turning to what would that even look like, turning to what would I offer, um, you know, how do you host it, how do you plan things? all those types of things. So it's been in the works for a very long time, um, just brewing in the background, but I'm so excited that it's finally moving forward. And do you, I should remember this, but I don't. The When we first talked about it together, did you tell me you were interested in a membership or how did, do you remember ever having a conversation about that? Yeah, I think we were chatting about goals um, and I said, I'd finally narrowed down, you know, I am going to do a membership and it's going to be about this and have this and this. Um, And then from there, I was kind of picking your brain for, you know, like, well, if I do this or this, like, what do you recommend and stuff, which I've been so grateful for. But I think that's how it very first started. Yeah. Okay. 
And so from my perspective, I, it was on my radar that you wanted to start a membership. And then this year, what are we, 2023 has been a year for me of like, I added a lot on my plate at the beginning of the year with the Crafted Career Club and then realized this is too much, the, lots of things, but like an awakening, a reevaluation of my priorities, narrowing my niche and realizing I it's time for the Quilters Candy membership to, to move on, you know? And then I'm trying to think through the whole process, but I... And I think I talked about it with a few different people and they were like, why don't you sell the membership? And there's a lot of value in having this community that's there and, you know, invested and enjoys this. And so for me, I sat with like, one, how do I do this? What does this even look like? Thankfully, I reached out to someone else in the quilting community who's so lovely and sweet and has had experience selling a membership. And she gave me her two cents about how to do that. And then um, I really sat back and thought, who would my audience like? A big thing for me is like, I'm not out to just get the biggest bidder. Like who's going to pay me the most? Um, I really thought if, if I were a member in this membership, obviously they like what I like. So who would I like to take over? Because if they're there, they're going to like what I like. So then I remembered you and I love everything, you know, with your fabrics, your designs, your FPP is so cool. And I knew that you've been thinking of doing a membership. And so in your mind now, do you want to tell your perspective of when I approached you and what that looked like with this idea of, Hey, what do you think about taking over the membership? Yeah, it was a few months ago now, but, um, I think we'd just done like a, we'd just been on a call with some of our, um, other, quilty friends and chatting about, you know, the membership and stuff like that. And then maybe a few days later, you, you reached out and said, would you be interested in taking over the membership and, um, what that would look like for you? Would you, you know, something that, you know, you'd like to pursue. So. And it's been very interesting for us trying to figure out because ideally the value of a membership comes in, me handing over this nice little package. Here's the audience and you just run with it and carry on as is. But we started to realize a few little hiccups. I host my membership on Kajabi and it's not the only thing I host on Kajabi. All of my courses, there's a lot, you know, like free mini courses. So I can't just hand over my Kajabi account to you and sell that to you. So um, we decided you and I, that you'll, take over starting officially in October. And for the next couple of months until January, you'll host the membership on my platform. Then in January, you will open up your own platform and the members will have to move over to that new platform. Anything yeah. you want to add on that or touch on that? Yeah, it'll be really nice as like the transition period because, um, you know, I can get to know your members. They can get a feel of what the membership's going to be like, if they like it, um, if they want to stick around, um, you know, having you there as well in the background, you know, um, if there's any, if I need any help or questions is so nice for me and, you know, eases my stress of starting something. So um, I think, yeah, it's going to be great all around for the members and everything. 
Yeah. And so, I mean, for my listeners who may not know what the Quilters Candy membership is even like or about, it's a virtual membership. So it's digital, virtual, I don't know if virtual is the right word, digital, digital membership. And so every month they get a brand new pattern from different guest designers. So now with Liza, you taking over, do you want to speak to what that membership is going to look like? Yeah, so it's going to be a little bit different. Um, I've decided to focus my membership solely on foundation paper piecing. So every month there will be a new FPP blog um, that comes in multiple sizes. And if you're familiar with my website and my designs, um, that's what I've been pursuing this whole year. um, And I've had a lot of fun with. So um, every month there will be a new blog similar to designs I've already shared on my website and stuff. Um, But then something that's really cool, there will be patterns in the membership that live there forever. And these patterns are, you know, zipper pouches, bag patterns, um, lifestyle patterns, pillows, whatever, um, that can have the blocks easily put into those patterns. So, um, and different sizes will be offered. So, you know, you make a block and then you're kind of like, well, what should I do with this block? What do I make it into? So I will have projects that you can put the block straight into um, that are going to be super fun. And um, then it'll focus heavily on community because that's been the big thing that I wanted my membership to have. And something that I've loved in the quilty community is making friends and, you know, sharing in our favorite pastime of quilting and, um really bonding over that. So I wanted to have a place, you know, where we can chat, get to know each other better, um, talk about quilty things whenever. Um, We will also have monthly sit and sews and like Zoom type calls um, where once again, we could get to know each other better and um, just have a good time. Um, I plan on hosting swaps and quilt alongs and monthly challenges with prizes. Um, Another big thing that's probably my most asked question on Instagram is when will I write a sampler pattern for a quilt pattern Mm -hmm. to be used with all of my foundation paper piecing blocks? Um, So that will be in the membership too. We will finally have a quilt pattern available in there. Awesome. Well, that's exciting. And I did, (laughs) I'll share this on here publicly. I was like, can I just have lifetime access to the membership? Like that was part of the (laughs) negotiation. So I'm very selfishly excited about this. I am super curious how you learn to do foundation paper pieces, not just do it, but to write patterns for that. Yeah. So, um, it's probably 2022. I'd seen all these beautiful FPP blocks. I had no idea how to make them or, you know, how do you do that? Like, I'm so used to traditional piecing and stuff. So I actually have a good friend, Tori, who's mountain air handmade. Um, She's really into FPP. Um, And then I'd seen this beautiful sunflower pattern um, by, I think her name's Pohuta. I don't know how to say it. Pohuta Patterns. And everybody was making these beautiful sunflowers for Ukraine and for their support and stuff. And I was like, oh, I got to do it. I got to make one of those. I have no idea how. So I just, you know, YouTubed a video how to do FPP, watched it like a million times because it is kind of, you know, counterintuitive. It's backwards and um, you're sewing on paper and stuff. So I watched that a million times and then I was able to make this sunflower pattern. 
um, which I love. So um, from there, I just kept making them and my, you know, I just grew more and more in love with the process. And it's nice because the stage I'm in with motherhood and my two little girls, I don't usually have time to sit down for a long time and like make a full quilt or anything. So like having a quick project really satisfies that like quilting need. And, you know, it's just nice when you could get a quick block done. So um, moving to when I wanted to start designing them, once again, I had no idea. Um, and I just started Googling and YouTubing how to write foundation patterns pattern piecing patterns um and found some good tutorials um but then I'm totally self-taught with the software and um it's been a lot of um trial and error mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish yeah you guys could see my process of designing a block it is it takes a long time and um <laughs> just you know redoing and redrawing and stuff but it's a lot of fun that's cool. So do you use Adobe products? What software do you use for that? So I design all the templates in EQ8 and mm. then I move it over to Adobe Illustrator and write it all and format it all there. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. I would love to see a video of like trial and error, like, oh, that didn't turn out yeah. <laughs> yeah. backwards or whatever. Yeah. I finally got into a point where, um, you know, I can design the template and know that it's going to work. But definitely at the start, I would have to like print it out and make it myself. And I'm like, oh, that definitely didn't turn out how it should have been. So <laughs> I'm glad that I progressed that much. But um, and then, it's been really cool. Yeah, I'm very curious how you come up with ideas for the next, you know, little picture FVP idea. Yeah, so I think like, it's just, that's where like, my love of designing has come from is... I've been blessed with just like lots of ideas. I feel like and I can't, I have too many ideas. It's overwhelming. (laughs) Um, But typically I just make what I like. So I'm really always obsessed with flowers and, you know, butterflies and bees and bugs. Um, So those have been something I usually lean towards when designing. Um, But I also like designing in collections. So my latest collection was a sewing notions collection um, you know, I have a rotary cutter, scissors, iron, stuff like that. Um, so I think that's been fun to decide on a collection and then decide on the individual blocks from there. Um, but yeah, I just make what I want to make personally and what to, what I want to have in my house. And um, that's been working out. Yeah. And do you, are the patterns that you've released already, are those going to still be available for people to buy or will it only be available in the membership? Yeah. So those will just stay on my website and um, moving forward from now on, they will only, the new ones will only be in the membership. Okay. And then just for listeners again, well, if you're in the membership currently, so Liza will take over starting October. So you're actually the guest in the membership, which we had planned probably a year ago. I don't even know how long, but to be a guest and you had a foundation paper piecing pattern. So that will release. And ironically enough, September, the guest that we had planned was also doing foundation paper piecing. So it's a great little segue into then October where you'll take over. And um, yeah, so, and I think, let's see here. So every month right now in the Quilter Scanning membership, we do a monthly call and so starting October, that'll start to be with you and the 
the foundation paper piecing sit and sew. Yeah, exactly. So um, that'll be really fun. And also, if there's any members of yours or people that want to join that have never done FPP, um, I will teach you everything. I already have YouTube tutorials if you want to check them out. But um, definitely, I'm just so um, obsessed with this technique. And I feel like everybody should learn it and become obsessed as well. So um, if you're if you've never done it, don't worry. There will be tons of helpful videos in the membership and um, I'm always available for questions and stuff, but trust me, you'll get hooked as, as soon as you try it, you'll be hooked. And then again, from a business perspective, I'm very drawn to like, it's a very good idea from a business perspective to have this niche, right? I talk about it all the time. So a foundation paper piecing that's such a cool niche. It's not just like, oh, quilting pattern. It's very, very niche, very specific. So that makes my business brain happy. It's also a small project. So like you said, you're a mom, it's out of necessity, but you design these small blocks that people can finish within a month. So it's not like I cannot realistically do this. I love that. And you love it. Like you're sincere. You're, you've been, it's a passion of yours. I wasn't just like, Hey, cool. You do these really well. Would you be interested in doing a membership? Like you wanted to do it and you were drawn to doing it. So those are, they checked all my boxes. And then, like I mentioned, I feel like maybe I'm flattering myself, but I feel like our styles are very similar. We're drawn to similar colors and fabrics and a kind of vibe. And so I feel like people who are in my membership will genuinely be very pleased with the things that you're providing. And especially like the prizes that you have each month, it's going to be right on brand with things that they've already been excited about. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a huge, like, um, compliment to me because I'm obsessed with everything you do and like your your colors and pattern choices and fabric combinations and stuff um so yeah definitely it'll be very very similar to the feel of your membership just um focused on fpp instead of traditional piecing which I'm very I actually don't really know how to do fpp so I'm selfishly like yes teach me how to do this I want all and I can see, like our listeners can't see, but there's a bag behind you. And I think I saw it. We were just together like last month and yeah. it's got some of your FPP. Is that going to be a pattern that's available? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing. Like I fell in love with FPP and then I fell in love with so many other projects. Like I'd never been a bag maker before quilting, um, but now I make bags and they're so useful and they're so beautiful to use. Like in my sewing room, I've got so many bags for holding my sewing notions and I'm like oh I don't have a bin for holding my little um binding binder clips like I need to make something for that and that just like fills me with joy having these beautiful handmade things in my sewing room and in my house well and again I I never want to like not diss but like I'm in the quilting community however my aesthetic for my clothing in my house is 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 not the traditional like quilty how do I say this point is when I saw your bag with the FPP I was like oh that's like legit cool like I would actually like to have that bag and walk around with it I could see that being sold in Madewell or Urban Outfitters you know like it's very trendy and cool as opposed to like, oh, look at this bag that I quilted, you know, I, and again, I don't mean, obviously I'm a quilter. I don't mean disrespect, but I do have like a 
millennial style. I bet my kids would be like, mom, that's so not cool, but I think it's cool. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, that that's so nice of you. And that's, that's my goal is to have, you know, these FPP blocks can be used in anything. Like you could even put them on jeans as like a patchwork piece and, um, or on a sweatshirt or a hoodie. Like there's really no end to how creative you can be with them. Um, which is kind of fun. So you can really put your own spin on what you do with them and um, what you make them into. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And then again, on the more technical side of things. So I'm hosting on Kajabi. What platform do you plan to host on for your membership? I plan to stay with Kajabi as well. And I also, okay. Technical side as well. I know I reached out to someone. I'm like, how did you work out my, you know, especially in this unique situation where like, again, I'm not just handing you the bundle of you're going to carry on on my platform. People are very curious. What does this look like from a payment standpoint? So you and I have worked out that there's a percentage of the revenue that I will have. And so both of us are motivated to keep the numbers up and growing Um, And then that percentage decreases over time. So, and that's nice for you, I would think, because a lot of times when people are like, oh, buying a membership, there's this idea of this big lump sum that you pay right up front. And for one, I didn't want to ask that of you. And for two, it's really hard to evaluate what the value of this membership because of the platform change. And so this is much more, it just feels like a natural fit. Absolutely. Yeah. This feels very like it will work seamlessly with everything. Um, because I agree, like when you first reached out and asked if I wanted to, you know, pursue this, I was like, well, what does that even look like? How does like, how do you buy a business? Like, um, I didn't know the first thing about this. So it was, it's really been, it's worked out really well with how, you know, we've structured the payments and stuff. And things that actually you, well, this is funny to share on the podcast that we haven't talked about, but I do plan to share with you the marketing tools that I've had. And like, um, and Liza has asked me, how often should I open the doors? Should it be open all the time? And I recommended just open the doors a few times a year. And really, I know some people are like, oh, you're just doing that for marketing. But as a business owner, For one, you want everyone who joins that membership to get an appropriate welcome. And if you have people trickling in all the time, it's really difficult to make them feel recognized and welcomed. And two, it's really exhausting to launch all the time. And so if you have like where you're promoting and sharing doors are open just a couple times a year, it doesn't feel as daunting. So that was my suggestion to Eliza. Yeah, no, and I love that. I think that's great to give everybody the welcome they deserve and, um, you know, be able to show them around and explain exactly, you know, how to use the membership and how to get the most of it. Um, so, yeah, I've been so appreciative of your insight and advice and your expertise. You're the professional here. Well, and, you know, it's interesting because you you could record like a welcome video. I mean, it I almost think it's more for your sake, you know, because you could create a very custom welcome, but for your sake to, to have to, I don't know, to have to think about someone coming in all the time, all the time. Um, I like knowing people are coming in right now and we can do, especially if you're doing live sit and sews or whatever you want to call them, um, just to have a welcome, you know, for the people that are new, I would think more for you now that I'm thinking through that, but yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. That's much more manageable and much more personable, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, any other... Um, Anything you want to add about this exciting new announcement? Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm so excited to get to know the members of your membership. And um, hopefully they like the new setup and the new layout. And um, I'm just really excited to, yeah, make those connections with them and um, keep growing it and keep, you know, just, yeah, growing it and seeing where it goes. I'm really, really excited. And one more thing I'd like to add for the listeners, if you are starting a membership and you're thinking at one point, I might want to sell this. And here's the deal. I didn't ever think I would want to sell this, you know, but now looking back, if you're starting a membership, maybe consider setting yourself up to sell it. So, and if you are, I mean, I, okay. In a perfect world, like I mentioned, I could just hand you this platform and say, here you are. So it would be only the membership that lives on this platform. Now that does get hard when you are like, but I do want to create courses and I do want to create other things. However, if you have the intention of selling it, it is worth more when you can just pass over the entire platform and website and have a new owner run with it. And no one has to go and sign up again. Like that's where the value really comes is when people are automatically enrolled. Um, So just keep that in mind. And then things may change moving forward, but for this exact moment, I don't recommend taking payments from PayPal. Um, It takes a bigger percentage of your, what you get paid. And then talking to this other person in the industry whose name I'm not sharing because I didn't ask if I could. So I don't want to like just toss out their name. But when they were talking about their membership and what how they sold that, they said it was very easy through Stripe to change the ownership. So like, let's say for me, if I were to just hand over Quilter's Candy membership to Liza, it would have been super easy for me to go to Stripe and say any payments coming in from this platform are now going to her bank. Easy peasy, done. PayPal, not the case. It was a nightmare for them. And they said they just wish they had never worked with PayPal because it was just terrible. Um, so that's something I haven't experienced, but that's the word on the street. And then they also do pay, take a larger percentage, which is just really frustrating as you know, an entrepreneur, as anybody, as anyone. <laughs> Even my daughter just got a job. She's like, taxes? Wait, what? How much do they take? I'm like, oh, sweetie, welcome. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's great insight and definitely, definitely been a learning process through this. And, um, it's, it's been helpful for me to like, you know, hear what you would do differently and stuff so I can move forward with those things. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to be a part. Oh, do you have a name? Do you have a name picked out yet? I'm putting you on the spot here. (laughs) You know, I am having the hardest time with a name. (laughs) Nothing. Nothing feels right yet. Um, I did have one and then I did, you know, looked it up to see if it existed and it did. So, um, yeah, still working on it, but it will be be announced soon. Okay, yeah, that's one other thing with selling. Why did I call it the Quilters Candy membership? First of all, very unoriginal. (laughs) (laughs) Second of all, if you ever want to sell this thing, you know, like that's that's my brand is in the name. So something to think about, something to think about. But if you do want to just, anyhow, don't feel weird if you end up putting your name in there, but just for someone who wants to sell it down the road, 
think think about that. Yeah, I think I'm going to do something that's not with my name. And then maybe I can include a with Liza Taylor underneath or by Liza Taylor. I don't know. So um, keep it easy. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to see what you come up with and very excited for October. So this is, you know, first time we're sharing this. And so thank you all for listening and hearing a little bit behind the scenes of business. You know, how does this work? How did this work for Elizabeth to choose someone to give the membership to? How are they paying for that? And, you know, just the thought process behind that. Yeah, no, it's been great. I've been, I've loved, loved this whole process. So thank you so much for thinking of me and for taking me under your wing. And um, I'm just super excited for the future. Same, same. Well, thanks again for being on the podcast. We'll keep a tally. I think this might be number three. So yeah. we'll see. <laughs> yeah. But yes, thanks. Oh, and for our listeners, I always want to share this. If they want to find you, where's the best place to come find you? Um, it's Liza Taylor Handmade on all socials. And my website um, is LizaTaylorHandmade.com. Awesome. All right. Well, we'll be very excited for October. Thanks, Liza. Thank you. Liza, thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast, for being a great friend, and just for sharing your talent and your ideas with the quilting community. I, As I mentioned, I'm so excited about this membership. I have not seen anything like this before, and so I'm excited to be a part of it. And I am just really thrilled for my members to be able to experience this and be a part of it. And so, you know, just to share a few things in in summary, why I've decided to do this, it really comes back to my, my desire to simplify and focus on the things that really matter in my life, uh, my family, and making memories and being more present in my life with the people who I love. And then also really niching down. I've spent years being really busy and, and enjoying that. It it was a good phase. It worked, but I'm ready to scale back a little bit and have less that I'm offering. And so the membership, it just made sense. Uh, It's time for me to focus on quilterpreneurs and helping people grow their careers. And so I, it was time for the membership to, to be done. And it's, you know, people are like, how do you feel? Are you sad about this? And I'm not, I don't know if I will be at some point. It, when I ended the boxes, I actually don't remember, but I wish I wish I had recorded how I felt at that time. Um, but it's almost like I'm, ex- I'm so excited for the next phase of what's coming. Um, and so what is that gonna look like? In 2024, I do have the Craft to Career course, which I'm finalizing and that will be available and that will be available all the time. People can get that whenever they want. I have the quilt pattern writing course, which opens every September, and I'll be, you know, focusing on that and making sure that everyone knows about that. And I have the podcast, which is every week, and I love it. And so that's not going anywhere. And then I will have fabric design and quilt pattern design. And I've had so much on my plate for so long that that feels like almost nothing. Like, oh, I'll have nothing, nothing to do. But it is something. It's still quite a lot, you know, so I'll still be um, busy with the things that I love. And then there is a little bit of me. I've given myself till September of 2024 
that I will not start this at least until then. But I have the idea of possibly starting a membership for alumni of the quilt pattern writing course that after the course, there will be continual support for Adobe products, both Illustrator and InDesign, and then marketing questions for quilt pattern sales and the business side of things where we can meet each month. Or I don't know, how, I really don't know what that might look like if I do it, um, but I know that there is an interest and I'm just going to wait until, you know, like I said, at least September of 2024 to not have a membership and just see if I want to offer that or not. Um, so that's that's the change. That's the big announcement. I'm so thrilled that it is Liza Taylor who is going to be taking over the membership. She will do a fantastic job. And those who join are going to love getting to know her and to enjoying her patterns. Thank you so much for being here on the Craft Career Podcast. I have a wonderful new guest that I cannot wait to share with you next week. And if you have not left a review, take just a moment and go leave a review of the Craft to Career podcast. You can either choose to just tap one, you know, the five stars, or you can take a moment longer and write a little blurb of what you enjoy about the podcast. Thank you so much. I'll see you next Friday. Until then, have a great week. Mm-hmm.